0: Alright, you're listening to the Stream Token Podcast, a show to help people make meaningful content and pursue their streaming passions. My name is Robert Baldonado. I'm an official Twitch content creator for the Army National Guard. I'm sitting down with other creators to talk about their processes, the lessons they've learned, and how to help others. Here at the Stream Token Podcast, we learn, share, and grow together. Alright, welcome everybody. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate each and every person who turns in and listens to the show. You guys are great. So, I'm really excited for you guys to hear my conversation with Tom from Tomination Time. He is an awesome guy, and I am so lucky that he agreed to sit down and spend an hour talking to me. I'm going to go straight from his Twitch. You guys, all of his information is going to be in the show notes. Where to find him when he streams, all of that stuff. I highly suggest you go check him out directly. From his page, he's the first ever partnered fitness streamer on Twitch, that's phenomenal. Husband and wife streaming duo, uh, whether it's building muscle, burning fat, or playing games, they lift weights in their home gym, uh, whether it's fitness, diet, or a motivational talk show with a live Q and A. So if you guys have fitness questions, Tom is an excellent resource and he's out there for free answering your questions, Uh, he's awesome. So like I said, wonderful guy, he's overcome a lot through his fitness journey, I explained a little bit about that. So without further ado, I will see you guys at the end of the show. Good evening. What's up, Tom? Uh nothing much. How about you? Are you when do you wanna um are we uh when do you, are we to start uh the recording? Oh I started it fourteen seconds ago. Okay, so this is all part of the podcast You're you to edit that stuff out. Uh I edit out some of the beginnings. Okay. You know, I, I kinda listen to it and kind of decide and post. Unless there's specific okay. things you don't you don't want in,
1: um, nothing much. I was just gonna do a sound check to make sure I sound fine and make sure that you yeah. can't hear the fans in the background, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Make sure I'm not this breathing is, too
0: heavy. I'm just happy you're here, so you do whatever <laughs> you need to do.
1: Okay, That's I just want to make sure we all all our uh, settings are good from your end. Hey, let me mute. Yeah.
0: Take your time. Take your time. There's no rush. I'm still in work clothes. I'm in uh, combat boots. I was gonna bust out the army short shorts and uh in my in my zero drop shoes and take off my shirt i didn't have enough time i feel like i'm getting only fan service for free here (laughs) well this is is a you know audio only podcast
1: okay so i'll use my imagination sure tell (laughs) me about the short shorts how short are they i'm just
0: trying to be like you they're standard (laughs) issue army short shorts they're army running shorts they're not the uh you know what ranger panties are have you ever heard of that phrase yes yes so those are the really really small shorts which i have a pair my wife has claimed them she she says they're very comfortable so i no longer have those
1: yeah i running running you know, i was doing the ranger panties colorful ranger panties before on stream <laughs> yeah because i did some short shorts and something to stand out but then i switched to the uh compression pants for a while because the compression pants were more comfortable I thought they looked better because the ranger panties, honestly, it feels like it's something from the eighties.
0: So yeah, like they are.
1: <laughs> they are. Yeah. So, uh, but then Twitch changed their TOS. So too
0: much, too much leg.
1: Yeah. Too much of my third leg. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you can't show any genital outlines. And so, uh, with compression pants at certain angles under certain lighting, you can see that I'm circumcised. So I decided, you know what? It's probably better if I just keep it safe, some generic black shorts thought don't violate like TOS for a bad angle.
0: What's What's great about the army shorts, I wear them all the time to the gym and running because they're really comfortable. They have built in compression shorts under the regular shorts. I see. Yes. So do you feel calm? You sound really good. Thanks. Yeah, I, I feel good. Okay. It sounds I mean, good to you. You're good. You're good. Testing all that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm done with that. It's more so on your end, but also oh. just make sure that you don't hear my fans. There's not a lot of white noise. I'm not like breathing too hard into the microphone. That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, you have a lot of stuff going on in that room that you yeah, stream from. It's a busy room. I uh, we're very busy. What are all the? You have a bunch of um like shotgun mics above you. What were yeah. those used for?
1: So I have uh for my microphone setup. I have two Rode NT1s for me and my waifu, Helen, where we uh, stream at the desk. So those are like the nice studio condenser mics. Yeah. And then in the back of the gym, when I take steps back, I have two shotgun mics, uh, Rode NT4s, hashtag sponsored. And <laughs> I have them to just pick up the audio back there and uh, one for the power rack, another one by the bench or by the middle of the floor yeah. where I would deadlift. So I just have those because I, I care about audio a little bit of an audiophile. Um, I'd say like you know noob class audiophile, uh, and I like to try to always give good audio. So I, I want to put the back those mics back there, make them directional.
0: Um, I mean, you're there. I would say really. You I mean, like I don't. It? I'm I'm a nobody, but you sound. Really good, thank you.
1: I it actually means a lot because I put a lot of effort into it, and it's almost like um body dysmorphia, but for I don't know, what's it called? Audio <laughs> Audi- dysmorphia, Aud- audio video, <laughs> audio dysmorphia, where like because of body dysmorphia, like you can't believe you're, that you have like, lost all the weight, or you can't believe <laughs> that you got so big or jacked, like, or you don't feel like you're big enough, right? Big or I I don't feel like yeah. I'm big enough, and then other people are like, dude, you look great, man, you just can't believe it, right? Like, yeah. audio like, dysmorphia. No. I just, sometimes listen to my own audience, like, man, there's this artifact that problem? And I I, mean, I, I, I stepped, took one inch behind and so like, now you're saying it sounds good. And I'm just like, You've got oh, a lot of you. challenges
0: in that space. I mean, you're in an open garage. There's a lot of space there, but for what you are doing, I think it sounds phenomenal. Thank you. They really appreciate that. Uh, I should probably yeah. tell you a little bit about, I don't know if you listened to anything that I sent you. Um, I don't really prepare for any of these shows. I don't set up questions. I don't think I would be a very good interviewer. I just kind of think of it as uh <laughs> hanging out and getting to know each other and talking. Um, but yeah, I really, really appreciate you being a part of this because I just kind of emailed you out the blue. Uh, thank you for having your email on your Twitch. That makes things a lot easier for me. Oh, and yeah. I always I get bet. very surprised when someone says yes.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're also part of my community. I've, I've seen you come by and crash, put in a good word. He said it was good.
0: So, um, nice. yeah. Um, I came in on a crash raid and I was like, what is this?
1: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs>
0: um, it kind of works out where your, uh, I guess your 9am workout is right during my lunch period, like lunchtime at work. So, you know, watch you do your thing as I'm stuffing my face? It balances out. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine you're burning the calories you're eating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, though I've been really thinking about this question. And I wasn't sure the best way to phrase it. So I'm just going to say it. Who is your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? And who is your least favorite? Uh, man. Probably Goku
1: or Vegeta being the favorites just because they're so So strong and they push so hard. I know, I know. I
0: get some creativity. I
1: I, I think Vegeta, if I were to pick one of those two, it would be Vegeta. Because Vegeta's less of an idiot. He's just an arrogant. Vegeta is my favorite. Yeah, I, I like him because he's more of a realistic guy who not only doesn't take shit, but he understands people are a threat, so we should take them out and not just let them live to come back five minutes later and kill everyone we love and know. So I like him <laughs> for those reasons. Okay. But, um you know, obviously I don't like his, how his pride, he, his pride is it always, he gets too arrogant yeah. and so he always yes. loses his yeah, Dragon Ball Z. I I like it a lot, just mostly from nostalgia reasons. Because that's kind of like one of the main is that a, a lot of uh, you know us, our generation. I'm I'm 35. Uh, how old
0: are I'm you? 31.
1: Yeah, so basically our generation. That was one of the mainstream animes that we grew yeah. up with. It's so it's like the only one. And so um, the car- I think the characters have a lot of flaws that just never seem to grow out of. So from that perspective, it's a little that's not not one of my favorites, but um, if I were to also name one that I really don't like, the one that I hate uh oof I don't know at the same time, i kind of I really dislike uh how Gohan has just really like walked away from the entire life
0: I, of fighting I mean he, you know, he got a real job and got glasses and he was like, I'm an adult now. I need to stop doing this tomfoolery. But he, you know, think, he gets though, pulled back. He can make, he, he, I think he can make good money. He just flies <laughs>
1: around and does construction. You know, he's yeah. super strong.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Krillin. Krillin's, he's just, he's in. He's just Krillin, hanging out. I, I
1: think he's just comedic relief because he always <laughs> dies and it's just yeah. hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I was, uh, watch
1: go ahead. Uh, did you ever watch the anime Kenshin? Ren no. Kenshin?
0: I don't I have not watched much anime. I grew up with Dragon Ball Z. My friend is trying to get me to more. I love Cowboy Bebop and uh Samurai Champloo, if I'm saying that right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then everything else is pretty much I don't know. I see.
1: Maroni Kenshin is a lot of inspiration on my stream for some of the music and scenes. Uh from Raroni Kenshin. Is another one of those animes takes place samurai uh,
0: and uh I thought it was fantastic. It was one of my favorites actually. But uh that one, man, I can talk about all day uh okay so how do i wh- how do i spell this i need to write this down hold on my wife is working right next to me and i'm stealing her pen and paper
1: yeah i'll just reply back Ruroni,
0: uh you R-U, yeah, yeah you could type R-R-O-U. it yeah in here or wherever uh i'm down i'm down to learn teach me teach yeah. me
1: it's it's like 90 episodes just watch the first two thirds because because there's, there's three major arcs the episodes one through 30 is kind of like all introduction stuff 30 through 60 is gets really serious with the shishio saga He's like the main bad guy. And the last 30 is kind of meh. They kind of lost their way. So just watch the first 60 or so. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Okay. I mean, that's super, not a small chunk. Super good anime. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, through 60. Uh, you know,
0: whatever. Tomorrow, I expect a full report. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's one of my favorites.
1: But um, what are, what are you into? What do you stream? Uh, what, what's the podcast for?
0: Uh, So for, who shows this? this Mm is your show now yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a conversation right you're right you're right you're right right. no i love it i love it. you're actually i think the first real person to ask me a solid question and this is your episode 15 um i started streaming for work so uh i'm I'm a recruiter for the military i know don't yell at me um yeah i mean there's uh, a lot of benefits it's i know it's super unpopular right now oh military uh, sort of blanket statement everything about the military is something terrible, but there's a lot of benefits. I mean it, it paid for my bachelor's. it paid for my wife's like three, four degrees. she has she's working on her second master's right now, fully debt free you know school debt. Um, awesome. Both of us served. Um, and uh, I've you know I've played video games for a long time. Um, they, we have a, like a, a Facebook group with all the National Guard recruiters. And they put out, hey, you know, we're looking for people who are interested in streaming on Twitch for the Army National Guard. And uh, I kind of just said, hey, um, I don't stream, but I I really like video games. Uh, I was on a couple gaming podcasts at the point, just guesting. So I said, you know, if if I can help out, please let me know. And they're like, great, you're hired. Um, And I was like, I don't have any equipment. They're like, that's fine. Just work with what you got. So I bought uh, a big, you know, pre-built $2,000 computer. Uh, I bought a whole bunch of streaming stuff. I met Crash and just kind of have been harassing him like, hey, how do I do this on stream? <laughs> and then uh, at one point, I, I was looking at, you know, what other content can I make that would be, you know, auxiliary related to streaming, but but still um, just something else that someone can find me and grow. And, and I can have other content out there that's not just me streaming on Twitch and uh i love podcasts i listen to podcasts most of the work day and uh i uh, said so, you know i could do that and then at one point i was reaching out to other people who'd been streaming longer than me um just to ask questions and i said maybe i can record this and mm-hmm. people will listen and then i've just been kind of asking people hey you have any friends and that's how you got an email from me hey cool yeah so it, it's worked out um Streaming for work, we we mainly stream first person shooters, battle royales. Um, Wait, so are you? Hold on, do you stream on the Army channel? Yeah, Twitch.tv backslash Army National Guard.
1: Wait a second, I saw there like you know made headlines recently
0: that the Army channel just constantly getting harassed. So that was so that was uh, Active Army. So we are with we're part of the Army but we have our own separate channel, the army national guard, both partnered pages. Um, there was a whole big thing on Twitch about um, the way that active army was doing um, giveaways. That was probably not the best way to do it. It wasn't very clear about what the giveaway was. Uh, and it caused a lot of heat and a lot of people um, on Twitter and Twitch were very upset saying we're out there trying to re- recruit children you know hide your kids hide your wife the army's gonna enlist them uh and um it was really rough at one point as far as the trolls i mean like can we talk about that yeah yeah i mean i'm fine with it uh hopefully you know i think my bosses are fine with it i don't know if they listen to this um (laughs) it was wild i mean the active army got way more heat than we did uh they pretty much people pretty much bullied the Navy off Twitch. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, they're no, they're no longer streaming, um, and they made they made some poor decisions as well. So it's not like it's just that. Uh, Active Army still like going. What and, kind of poor decisions are we talking about? Like just uh, engaging trolls where they engage them. The biggest thing they did was they played Among Us, and someone was not smart and uh two people who joined the round had names that were uh um racial not racial they were they were war- like the names of places that we bombed during uh one of the wars okay yeah um and uh people just took that and it was published everywhere about the navy's being insensitive and that was not a great decision, whoever was on that chat, you know, at the stream at that time. Like that should have been immediately like, whoa, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Um with us, we we've the National Guard, at least is and in my opinion, has gone about it at least the safest and smartest way. Uh but still for the first couple of weeks when that was going hard, people were coming in. Uh, we hate you. Um, we hope you go to war and get your legs blown off. Um uh, how could you do this? How is uh how's your grooming going, gentlemen? Uh this is what our taxpayer dollars are for. Um it was at the height of uh AOC going and, and putting that, that bill to try and stop any sort of budget, recruiting budget for um, you know, Twitch and esports things. So it was uh it was intense for a few. It definitely got to me mentally. I uh I really took a step back. One of my coworkers recorded a commercial with IGN and uh, you know, his name and stuff was in there and they pretty much bullied him off of Twitter at that point. So it was, it was a tough time, but we get
1: by. I can, I can only imagine, man, there's so much hatred for the U S military that anything that looks remotely like U S military, that's a target for online hatred it doesn't yeah. matter if you're you're a person or not you it's just I mean, you're close enough and so they're going to send whatever hate they have it's
0: it's temporary you know right now the political climate is rough uh yeah. and then you know being the DC Army National Guard it's it's been challenging this year this year is definitely 2020 has been challenging for a lot of people um yeah but uh it was very interesting to be a part of and you know we the what I do and the reason I do these things is to allow people to be able to say these things and have these conversations and be angry and say how they feel uh, and you know that's just it's part of the job. Unfortunately, they just don't feel very happy right now, but things will change. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Things how are have, you feeling right now? Uh, I'm feeling better. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I was not. Uh, su- it was difficult to hit the go live button. There wasn't a ton of bleed over, like a little bit into my personal streams, but on the, the Guard channel was challenging. But I had good friends that I said, hey, you know, could you stream with me uh, or could you be with me on chat and we could play games together or I could just, I kind of just closed the window because being a a government organization, you we can't moderate other than, you know, cursing or profanity, things like that. But no way. We, you guys you, can't ban trolls? No, no. We can time people out if they break specific rules. Oh. But- so yeah. you could have people in there nonstop just, you know, saying war crimes, war crimes, war crimes, U.S. war, war crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, and you guys cannot ban?
0: Yeah. So there was, at one point, there was a whole Discord server of people, uh, and they would have, like, things to copy and paste from Wikipedia, like, different war crimes that have happened over the years. And they would just copy and paste it over, you know, copy pasta over and over at one point. How? I I'm still wrapping my head around that. Who made that rule? Uh, so it was like a legal thing, <laughs> and they determined that uh, it it us banning people from our channel is um, suppressing you know people's freedom of speech. Wow. Yeah. What if you had trolls, and you're just like, just gotta stare at that? How would I you would feel? not stream like straight up because I so I do.
1: Uh, for those who don't know me, I do diet and fitness streaming. I'm the first uh, partnered fitness streamer on Twitch. So I've been doing this for a while. I do my home workouts. Uh, I get plenty of, plenty of trolls of all kinds, backseat lifters, um, body shamers, <laughs> just all kinds. But my policy for trolls is just if they seem like this is the first thing they say It's the first time they're there, it's some pretty toxic stuff. I just no questions asked. I just ban. I don't even acknowledge anything. Today yeah. And just move on. Because I don't I don't feed the trolls. But uh I cannot imagine having to actually sit through and just stare at a chat that is so full of hate. Like the mental health tax that would the 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 toll that I would take on my mental health, it would just not be worth it for me. I'd be out of there.
0: Yeah, I mean it it was tough. I mean, I got a therapy, not specifically for that, but that was lots yeah. of conversations with my therapist about uh, the level of, of toxicity and just... Even though it's not directed at Rob, it still feels that way. Oh, yeah. Sure. So I still it, feel that,
1: too. I know it's not directed at me, but I still get that uh, initial sense of attack that... Uh, I don't talk about the trolls too often on my stream because yeah. I don't, because you never know when trolls are lurking. Yeah. They've, I've, I, they're People always, I, I just things. assume they're always lurking. Yep. They're always waiting for you to, yeah. f- to mess up. Um, so I always have my guard up in that sense when I'm streaming. But, uh, whenever they do attack, and even if I do ban them right away, um, I still get e- a little bit of a sensation, even for a couple of seconds, where it feels like someone is trying to attack me. Yeah. So my guard like shoots up. It is not a pleasant feeling. No, it doesn't happen very often, but man, that's, that's a crappy feeling. And so that's gotta be happening to
0: all of you guys
1: all the yes. time.
0: Fortunately, does, like I said, it's the... calmed down a lot. Um, we were doing some big partnership deals with some, uh, larger influencers and we kind of stopped all of that just until everything calms down. Um, what they were doing, they changed, changed up, the tactics uh they would make a fake name that like sounded like a bad phrase or a bad word oh yeah and then they would they 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 got one of our our one of my friends uh um, like
1: a, like i swallow ice swallow
0: cum i swallow cum hello ho, ho. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, that, for, the type, right? yeah. thanks like, for the follow right yeah but like follow
1: i swallow cum. yeah i know I, by the way can yeah. i cuss and yeah you can stuff? say whatever okay. say whatever okay. you want okay after i already said i swallow cum. Yeah. but yeah <laughs> Like, those types of stupid names, like, I I know what they're trying to do. I just say, oh, hi, Ice. Like, welcome, Ice. You know, I just, I shorten, I pretty much everybody's names, I shorten it just in case. If it looks like a really long name, that could be multiple things that I don't want to take the time to sound out loud in my head to make sure it's okay. I just say, like, the first syllable in it until I have time later on to think about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, We had to, like, (coughs) uh, so we have, like, a little last follower person uh so we had to take that off because the names that would say the last follower were the uh, bad word uh, so that, yeah. yeah it's it's been crazy but it's pretty much done maybe occasionally every once in a while we'll get someone that'll be like oh still grooming the children boys are we but that's about <laughs> it I'll, I'll, I'll take that at least at least is a little bit clever i suppose
1: yeah instead of just copy pasta war crimes because that's just lazy yes yeah. me yeah, yeah lazy but to come up with Something like you're still grooming those kids, am I right? Like, that's okay. At least they thought that one out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I really so I love your zoom ins with the sounds. Oh, yeah, in the in the the like crying and stuff like that. Uh, is that hard? No, if you have a stream deck, it's actually pretty easy. You just gotta you memorize just things, time out a bunch of different, uh, like different different scenes
1: yeah so I'll, I'll walk you through um how many dream decks do you have
0: i have two i have an xl and a regular okay
1: so um how many for do you a have? while i have three plus enough that i don't use three right xls now. i have two xls and ones oh my god you got buttons for days over there i do it's actually <laughs> slightly becoming a problem because of my re- so <laughs> <laughs> my hand has to move around quite a bit yeah. to hit it because i I try my best to not look at the stream deck uh when i'm changing scenes sometimes i still need to look at it but uh because it you know it kind of breaks the illusion sometimes or it breaks character if you ever see me looking down my stream deck so i um i try not to but i have one stream deck for scenes one stream deck for audio for soundboards uh, but honestly if you just have like one single thing for like a rain scene then you can um, probably combo it together so here's what I do it's really simple so when I see the chat and I see um, so for those that know what I'm talking about basically if if there's a reason to be sad about something yeah I will usually like play a sad song sad piano song like what? all the minor chords <laughs> and then um, do some zoom ins with like I have a rain overlay so it looks like I'm standing in the rain it looks also was- sad
0: I was, uh, I was there, someone was no longer a tier three. sub. (laughs) I was laughing pretty, pretty hard. (laughs) So, uh, um,
1: what I usually do is I'll read the chat because it's not a live conversation. I have time to react and think of my reactions before I actually actually acknowledge what the person said. So that example of like someone's no longer a tier three sub, right? So someone's a tier three sub, they downgraded themselves to a tier one sub, which is really not that big of a deal. But because it's one of my mods and he's a long time viewer, so I just, you know, give some shit and just, just like guilt trip for fun. Uh, Cause we have that kind of relationship. Yeah. Uh, the secret trick to make more money as a streamer is to guilt trip people. But no. Uh, yeah. So I, I was just joking with him, right? And so I said, uh, so I recognize the longer our tier three sub. So knowing that in my head, as I'm talking, I'm already queuing up with my hand, moving my hand over into position to get to the right folders to do the rain scene with the right music yeah and then i hype it up with a uh, man i just so glad i mean like yeah it's so strange why is that emote working anymore because you're you've been a tier three sub huge <laughs> supporter forever as i like really like i really like ham it up but wait you're n- not and then i play the music and then i press yeah. the button to do the zoom in on the <laughs> chat and yeah. then i have a different program to annotate and draw on the screen it's called yeah, what zoom is it? that that looks it's crazy it's called- Oh yeah it's great it's actually super easy Zoom it it's okay you know what here's a pro life tip to everybody who's working from home and you have conference meetings where you share a screen yeah. get the program called zoom it one word zoom it. Okay. it's a uh, program that basically lets you instantly mark up and draw on your screen and uh, if you have a screen sharing program it usually will pick that up so you can mark things up on the fly it's super useful <laughs> Or just like screen sharing presentations at work, calling attention to things. Or if you're a streamer and you want to guilt trip people in chat, I switch to the scene where I zoom in on the chat and then I use the Zoom It tool to just literally draw a circle over their text.
0: What is your chat? Because it's like, it looks like just like a text file.
1: Oh, that program
0: I use is called uh, Chatty. Dude, how many (laughs) (laughs) programs? You just, yeah, I have a lot. You do. I love how technical your stream is, but yet you're still there just putting work and lifting weights.
1: Yeah, I I actually love... So a couple of my passions is, you know, diet and fitness, exercise, that kind of stuff, health, um, production value stuff, Mm -hmm. producing scenes, audio. Man, I love that shit. It's just so much fun um, because I, I suck at art. I'm not an artist, but creativity when it comes to things like minecraft building this insane castle or legos or building 500 scenes because i literally have over 500 scenes i'm close to like 510 right now 510 or so wow but yeah i i just i had so much fun with that thinking of like this would be so funny if i can do like a little bit like this because i i I liked sketch comedy a lot growing up like mad tv snl Mm -hmm. that type of stuff um and so I, I always thought skits were, were just so funny little bits. And so, uh, I could kind of take that imagination, apply it to streaming and come up with all these scenes, like the sad rain scene, the zoom ins and stuff like that, where I, I basically zoom in on the chat on the sad part, play the sad music. I circle their names, circle whatever it is they said. And I alternate back and forth between my face in the rain and <laughs> what they said. And then just use my six cameras that I have around the gym to just stare at them in the rain.
0: Wow, yeah, uh it's great. I thoroughly enjoy it. There, um I was telling Crash, I was like, Crash, you have such good raids. You're probably the only person that uh has raided someone and I've stayed been like, This guy is awesome. And uh he's like, That's because I only have time for good people in my life. <laughs> well, it's such a true statement
1: though. Like as we get older and busier, it just it's I really don't have time for toxicity and just negative negativity. People that bring you down, you know? So it's yeah. so true. And crash is one of those fantastic streamers. Absolutely. adore him. He is an idol for production value. He has helped me tons of times. So shout out to him. Our homeboy crash. Coeck.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's a, uh, he's the, re- he's cost me a lot of money in life. Um <laughs> <laughs> But what are some of your big upgrades? Uh, I got a, a mirrorless camera. Um, I've uh, Which one? A, a Sony sixty one hundred. Do you use autofocus on no. that? No. Uh, okay. yes, yes, I do. Yes. Do you move, move around right. much or not really? No, no, I'm pretty stationary. Okay. Um, I I personally hate the Sony series autofocus. I'm I really, very I, biased against it. So the fifty one hundred is not great. It takes a moment. Um. I think the 6,000 series is a little bit better. So
1: every I'm going to bucket you with all the other streamers, Rob, you guys are all the same. The a 5,000, 6,000. Oh, I got to get the next one. The next one It's all better. It's all better. It's not, I have <laughs> video proof. Okay. Come by my stream. One time I'll show you the comparisons. Um, Canon's autofocus system and Sony's autofocus system are, 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 uh, built differently. Yeah. But I, uh, I tried out five, three, three of their cameras from Sony, the, um, uh, no, two, two different ones. And I looked up a third one that was even more expensive and they all had the exact same autofocus issue, which is when it loses tracking, when it refocuses, it blurs out the entire screen just for a second Whoa. as it recaptures it. Um, I'm, uh, and I move around a lot, so it loses tracking with me yeah. often and I have a very busy, Background with my home gym, so it's very difficult for it to figure out what to focus on. It's actually happening often, and it was uh, very frustrating. I'm
0: uh, compared to the Canon
1: autofocus. Oh wow, Canon, so great. (laughs) Hashtag not sponsored. I
0: wish. (laughs) Hashtag not sponsored yet. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. uh, I'm pulling my Patreon from Crash right now. So excuse me while I type away. Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You lie. Yeah, but if you don't move around much, it's probably not going to struggle with autofocus, and you may not see it. But I'll show you some clips on my um, on my um, stream because I was actually, after I'd done some tests myself and bought and returned a lot, like <laughs> yeah. four plus, I think four DSLRs. Amazon, yeah. thank you, Amazon, for that return policy. Um, I was so shocked that so many streamers recommend the Sony A-series for autofocus. And I, I was so disappointed in it. Really? So I'm a bit more vocal um, about this particular issue because I felt I, I okay, I felt a little bit mis, because I I I couldn't believe it's that stuff all over the accepted internet accepted it. Yeah, it is. Everyone's like, oh, Sony autofocus, so good, so good. Um The problem is people can't use Canon cameras for streaming for the most part because mm-hmm. um their system sucks for streaming. Is not a clean. It's hard to get clean HDMI out and autofocus. I have a Canon Rebel SL3 which allows, it's one of the very, very few reasonably priced Canon cameras that allows for autofocus and clean HDMI out. When but, you say
0: reasonably priced, what do you mean
1: by that? Like $500 for the okay, body. That's, yeah, that's not bad. And then the lens to get like a good, you, you see my lens, it's a 24 millimeter S-stop uh, yeah. 2.8, which is a nice, uh it blurs out the background effect, yeah. child depth of field. It's, it's nice wide aperture. That's like a hundred bucks. That's reasonably priced too. So mm-hmm. it's like 600 bucks for a pretty good DSLR. Um, autofocus, fantastic. It doesn't have that issue where it loses tracking, and then it blurs out everything. I was just so flabbergasted that everyone just accepted it. When I pointed it out to people, people were like, oh yeah, I guess I see it. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this, this to me is such a huge thing. <laughs> like, this is so
0: distracting. But anyway, I'm very biased but, against it because I had such a salty well, taste in my mouth. Now I've got some, honey, I got to buy something else. Yeah, you gotta get. You, a new, you have to. New you camera. Have to. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of his audio stuff, I pretty much have exactly. Um, I have the RE three twenty, the black microphone. Um, oh yeah, it's a good microphone. Yeah, DBX two eighty six. Um, for a while, I was using the same Yamaha MG ten XU, and then I switched out to a Zoom Live Track L eight because eventually, at some point. I I want to do this podcast uh in person that is the goal i could sit down with somebody you know post covid and and have these conversations yeah so um, but yeah. if
1: you you have the dbx uh 286 if you're willing to deal with software headaches there's free software out there to do a lot of stuff that the 286 does and, and other um other expensive hardware is being replaced with software so if you ever notice on my streams, sometimes I'm desynced. And I'm like, oh, let me reset something. That's the yeah. software that I use. It's free, comes at a cost, which is I desync sometimes, but mm-hmm. it really cleans up my voice. Um Actually, this is kind of dangerous, but I could show what my voice sounds like without the software right now, if 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 you want, maybe. interested, right? If. Is there an easy place to change my audio? I guess not. Oh, no, I guess you can't. You have to come
0: back in and come leave and come back yeah, in for forget that. it.
1: Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Ask me when I'm live. I'll show you because actually right now <laughs> okay. I've got two fans on in the background and my filters filter out that noise. Is it and like so voice meter banana? Kind of. I would say it's more more advanced than that. Okay. But it's along those lines. Are you,
0: you going to tell me yet or are you just going to?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called VST host. It's <laughs> okay. VST host. You use different plugins. Yeah, Uh, it's it's if you go to my channel and type or just go to Tomination slash audio You can see a tutorial link to get this free software and set it up. It's time consuming though because it's free But the, yeah. the sky's the limit with software because you can do so many different things. I tweak forever and ever because Like I was saying earlier I'm a bit of an audio file. Yeah, and the slightest one percent difference I keep tweaking that over and over forever just to zero it in but then I'm I still do, never satisfied
0: Yeah, I do like eight Eight to ten different little mini recordings before I go live for sound balancing and things like that. Nice. It's a problem. Uh, <laughs> you I am know, so, so uh,
1: yeah, good. Go <laughs> I was gonna say let's feed each other's addictions and just point out how kind of us it is to have good audio. Because I absolutely hate it when podcasts have audio that doesn't match, like the the two guests is isn't balanced. So I'm constantly having to like crank down the volume or crank up the volume when it switches between people. And I also yeah. hate it when um, if I'm in a, a, an online meeting, is that one person who has terrible audio with like the it, fan in the background. They forget to mute and they're like <laughs> <laughs> like heavy breathing to the mic. And it's just I, I hate it. I really appreciate good sounding audio because this is a podcast. Right. I want to listen to something that's nice on the ears, not
0: terrible. Well, that's what's so, I guess, nice about speaking to other streamers is that they usually have good, good audio. Yeah, true. Um, Not like you have people calling in on their cell phones. Hello? Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Actually, you know, that reminds me. uh, Since you listen to podcasts all day, do you ever... uh, Do you listen to your podcast at 1x speed?
0: Uh, Yes, I do. I'm I'm inefficient.
1: Have you ever thought of upping that
0: to 2x speed?
1: Would it sound different at 2x? It does, but you get used to it. It's hard (laughs) at first, but I'm used to listening to it at 2x speed. And, man, it just... I I tear through literally twice as many podcasts. Whoa, just as fast. So that's <laughs> a life pro tip right there.
0: Two X P podcasts. Mind. I've heard of 1.5 because it won't really change the pitch too much. I feel like two times is uh, it's getting there. You're getting so like squirrel I used, noises.
1: <laughs> I use the uh uh app podcast podcast addict, and so it okay. doesn't change the pitch. So they don't sound like you're
0: a little chipmunks. Really it doesn't <laughs> sound like
1: that. What yeah. it does is it keeps the, their pitch is the same. It's just, I, th- I think anyway, they just chop out little bits of like, you know, every other millisecond or something like that. So why? it still sounds pretty much the same. It's just faster that way. Why, why do you need to consume it faster? I have like 50 hours of podcast queued up. What? and i just will never get to them you know it's just i see all these different things like oh this looks interesting i'm just gonna download this and listen to it in a couple years when i get to it <laughs> or i can shave
0: that down to one year by doubling things doubling the speed is that a? are you very are you like a goal-oriented person Where you're like i'm gonna get through all of these things this week
1: uh, not so much like that but in general yeah i would say i'm goal-oriented but i don't i don't uh beat myself up about goals Which is a good segue, actually, into my my views on diet and fitness. But in terms of the podcasting stuff, it's more like life is short. And if I have the brain power to actually keep up with it on 2x speed, then um, why not? I can get through more content that way. And it's
0: to me, it's more interesting. You're assuming a lot about me.
1: (laughs) So... What of one of one of the things that helps me get through it is I can't be, if I'm doing 2x speed, I can't be doing anything, um, that, um, you know, it requires that much brain power. So if I'm taking out the trash cans to the curb, for yeah. example, then I, I can listen to a 2x. If I'm washing dishes, I can do 2x speed. If I'm driving, then no, I have to do 1x speed or like 1.5x speed at, at most. But if I'm putting my daughter down to bed and she's like three and I'm lying there in the dark with her and just helping her fall asleep. I can actually listen up to, to like 2.5x speed, um, <laughs> oh, which is wild. just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I have I have to close my eyes and just focus on it because I can't. I literally can't do anything else because <laughs> it's just like warp <laughs> speed at that point.
0: I'm, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. I'm gonna be yeah. sitting at my desk and then just f- flying through podcasts. Try try 2x, but you can't be doing anything that requires any attention. Otherwise, 2x
1: is just. You're know, like, do laundry at two x. You know, wash the dishes, take a dump at two x. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll go better. It'll go faster.
0: I, I listen to a lot of podcasts um, when I'm on the treadmill. I feel like I'm trying to work my brain and my feet. There you go. Uh, so I wonder how that'll go. Yeah. Uh, I think you could do
1: that because that's that's like two different mechanisms. Uh, like the physical, you know, like it's, you almost get into like a meditative state sometimes with cardio, where your mind just kind of you know dens yep. out.
0: It might help me. That could work. Uh, I try and so um, if I don't listen, it's usually a tempo run, where it's pretty much like a a YouTube. You can look up like a 175 beat per minute run or 180 beat per minute run, and it's just like music, but it's to the or some sort of clicking. um, So you move your feet in time, uh, which you know I was a band band geek uh, in high school. I was on the drum line. You know I'm very familiar with tempo movements. And that helps me at least try and maintain some sort of flow when I'm running. Uh, I hate running, yeah. by the way. I do it oh, because the it. army makes me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If um, you, you know me, I like walking or I like hit cardio. I, yes. I really dislike running. If Which, I were to run right now, I'd probably do like a 15-minute mile. Do you know anything about the new army combat fitness test? Yeah. One of my friends, he's in the army. Funny thing is, he's also a recruiter. He just started. Um, he's going oh, to try it for out him? for like a year, <laughs> in <Brooming> those boys, <laughs> but, um, he, uh, he just started and, um, before that he was talking about the fitness test, the new fitness test we we're thinking about, uh, working on it together. So I know a little bit about the weightlifting aspect, not so much about the cardio aspect.
0: Well, they just pushed it out another year. So they, uh, t- I think 2022, it's not going to really count um because of covid and they're still trying mm-hmm. to figure out the transition i just read an article yesterday from task and purpose saying that it's gender bias and they have a 63 fail rate for women so there's oh
1: is it this way is it the same rules apply to both men and women
0: yeah so that's what the whole purpose of this new fitness right, test right. was it was going to be gender okay. neutral and it was going to be age neutral and there would just be the standard but there's a 30 like a 30 percent fail rate for men and over sixty percent, sixty percent fail rate for women. So there's just nobody really knows what's going to happen, and we're like in this weird limbo. Mm. So this so. new one, it has the uh, this is the one with
1: like hex bar deadlifts for yes. I want to say got to do your body weight like at least
0: ten reps. That I'm going to look it up somewhere so there.
1: I, I should probably know yeah. this. I remember it's somewhere to that category of like you barely pass if you can do like three reps or five reps of like 80% of your body weight. So this is somewhere yeah. to that in that ballpark. But so you, we have you pass the flying colors. If you do like 10 plus reps, 12 plus reps uh,
0: at your body weight, something like that. Yeah. Which I feel pretty confident with getting through it. I don't think I'm going to have an issue. There's a three repetition maximum deadlift, uh, maximum deadlift. Represents movements required to safely and effectively lift heavy loads. Blah blah blah. Uh, sixty pound hex bar plus plates. So sixty plus hundred points, or sixty and hundred point scores one forty. Sixty and hundred point scores one forty pounds. I don't. I don't know what that means. I'm too dumb. For I don't know what that means either. I'm, I, I just said typo. No, it can't be a typo. It says field test sixty and hundred point scores one forty. So I guess it's between 60. I think the low, so the minimum score is a 60%, which is probably 140 pounds. And the maximum score, 100 points, is 340 pounds. I think that's what that means. So you can get a 100% if you can deadlift on a hex bar, 340 pounds. I put the link in the little chat. I didn't see the link up here. Uh, but, um, under show notes. Sorry, can you beat that one more time? It, the the score? The last one you said. Uh you can score a hundred percent if you can deadlift three hundred and forty pounds. I believe. I believe. Someone in the military who listens to this is probably gonna yell at me, you're you're wrong. <laughs> uh and it's you says interpret 60, it interpreted wrong. Yeah. The, so the minimum score you need in the military uh is sixty percent. So it's a sixty. And a hundred point score. So 60 point score is 140 pounds. The maximum hundred point score is 340 pounds. That's a big difference. I see. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. And then they break it up into categories. So me, you know, my original job was infantry. Um, I would be in the heaviest category to pass. And it goes through standing power throw, you can throw a ball. Hand release push ups and arm extensions. Sprint, drag, carry. The leg tuck, which, what I've read, is just really difficult for women. Yeah, a lot of upper body strength, right? Yeah, and then the, there's a two mile run at the end. Which I have never been a strong runner. At my peak, peak basic training, I was like a fifteen minute two mile runner. Huh. Now at thirty years Until old. Guess, twice as fast as me. I I mean, you don't have to run two miles. I don't think there's ever gonna be a situation where they're gonna be like, we gotta go run two miles. Go. <laughs> um But now you know, now I'm a solid, solid seventeen minutes. It I'm goes. exceeding the standard.
1: <laughs> Bigger is better, right?
0: Yeah, so we're just in this weird like uh in between where they're not quite sure what's going to be um, the new standard moving forward, if, if they're, they're still making adjustments to it. So they're just like, uh it doesn't count for two years. Everyone get fat. <laughs> oh, man. Can I imagine the uh
1: failure rate afterward?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we got onto this. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I we started talking about talking- this. Yes. Um Goals. Goals. Yeah, I'm glad someone's paying attention on this show.
1: Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, so like, the way I go view ahead. goals is, uh, I, I think it's good to aim for goals. Uh, don't beat yourself up. Like, don't self-deprecate. I mean, I make self-deprecating jokes, but don't like legitimately beat yourself up inside because that's yeah. not productive. I think a little bit of uh, occasional shaming of yourself or beating yourself up for. Yeah, you did do something stupid. Learn from your mistake and then move on. I think that's okay. But sometimes people get into this cycle of I continue to fail my goals. Why should I ever try? I can never make anything right because I'm an idiot. You know, there's like a, a yeah. serious cycle of self hatred, which is different yeah. from just I'm an idiot for this one thing that I did. All right, let's move on. I'm over it. You know, yeah. learn. So I'll give you a quick example. Like I really beat myself up one day because I missed a flight because I set my alarm clock for an for the wrong flight uh time i said it for yeah. when i was landing i i i i assumed i i chose the wrong time of when my flight was gonna land i made sure i was gonna wake up in time to catch that which was the wrong one and i felt like such an idiot because i showed up an hour late and <laughs> i i certainly beat myself up for a good couple of hours to make sure it never happens again and i'm over it now so but um, the goal setting thing that so that that can kind of last for people where uh setting goals sometimes it's not it doesn't work for everybody, which sounds kind of strange, but focusing on the goal too much and being too rigid on it and not accepting some wiggle room and flexibility, that is where I kind of make the distinction unless you have something that is super rigid, like the army combat fitness test, okay, that is a pretty damn rigid goal that you yeah. need to set. But yeah. if your goal in life is to just kind of get in shape and feel comfortable at the swimming pool, to so like just take your shirt off as a guy or, or be in a bathing suit, if if that's your goal, that's a lot of flexibility on that, especially on when you reach that goal. So uh, the kind of take home message is let's just keep moving that direction and accept some failure because some failure is going to happen. You're going to make some mistakes. But let's learn from those mistakes. Keep moving forward. Let's adapt and figure out what works for us. Nothing about goals too, goals shift. So like when someone's losing weight for the very first time to to uh go from obesity to a normal ish weight that can or normalish body fat percentage that can lead to uh some shifting goals because maybe at first you wanted to drop 40 pounds but then you thought 40 pounds would be uh like you would have abs by then but then as you hit 40 pounds it's like oh wait actually I still need to lose more so I need to lose another 10 pounds another 10 pounds yeah so that's an example of you know very reasonable goal shifting, but people shouldn't beat themselves up over something
0: like that, you know. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I was just watching the VOD from yesterday about the guy who lost forty pounds. And you're talking about chest fat, how it oh, yeah. kind of shifts up in body fat percentage. How did yesterday go? Oh yeah, that was good. Uh, front page, right? Yeah. So it's a unique front page. The typical front
1: pages that I get are fitness related at the beginning of the year for the uh, you know new year's resolution type stuff so yeah those front pages i've actually is it is my channel on twitch.tv go to twitch.tv you'll see my channel in the the as the main um video yeah the front page yesterday was a little bit different it was like an indirect front page where i was dual streaming to my channel and also uh twitch.tv/twitch they were picking up my feed to put it on their channel and they put it through a different overlay to make it look kind of retro as a fun silly show so and then there they have a follow button for people to to direct people to my channel mm-hmm. so that channel the twitch channel had like twenty thousand viewers well my channel uh you know gets a runoff of it had probably like plus 100 150 ccu or so yeah or concurrent viewers so i got like you know 100 followers 200 followers from that so it's nice definitely that's nice. awesome but um it's definitely not the same level as a typical front page i don't want to sound like i'm like complaining or not grateful like that definitely not it's just typical front pages are super hectic like i i can barely read chat and my mods are slaying trolls so fast because there's so many that come through
0: we uh we've um, done some we've done some partnered mm -hmm. uh with our partnership we've had some french front page time as an additional value and uh it's wild man it's a wild west you're just slaying. Commas left and right. Delete, delete, delete. Oh, yeah. So you guys... So you've had front page then too? Yeah. Yeah, we did a big stream Same. with Nick Marks. That okay, was uh, a yeah. front
1: page. And so you, as the streamer, you were there. Yeah, like 20,000 people. Chat just constantly flying. And lots of trolls.
0: Yes. And we oh, had a full, full mod team just kind of standing by. <laughs> deleting stuff.
1: But you guys were just deleting TOS type stuff. Not like... Army war crimes, copy pasta, that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is before all that. E- even back then, I would have thought, I would have thought, uh, trolls would, st- I mean, trolls be trolls on Twitch. They st- yeah. They're still going to
0: come for you, right? Yeah. Uh, before, like, all of this kind of got to what it was, we were, we were banning people at certain points. Mm. Um, but we had a system. But yeah, uh, that's pretty wild, though. That's, that's really cool. What, how does, who does, Do you like make a phone call? Like, hey, uh, let me get that front page time. Good question. Let me give
1: you the email address of the guy to talk. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I can't, if I singled him out, I would be burning bridges like that. (laughs) But um, Yeah, so it's basically, you gotta know the right people. They just gotta know you. And uh, to get front page in general, you have to either be A, a really big partner, I'm talking like if you want some actual numbers back in the day, I think it's changed since then, but back in the day to add, to even qualify for a couple of slots per year, you would need something to the order of minimum like 500 or 800 concurrent subs. That's wild. Plus CCUs in the hundreds and um, been a partner for like eight months or a year or something like that, at least. So it was a really high bar. Um, that's for the, the basic person to get front page once yeah. a year for, a, you know, um, one series per year for a couple of slots, a couple of like one hour slots, something like that. The other one is if you're doing something special, like a charity stream um, under some conditions. I don't know the charity stuff too well, but that is another way you can get to the front page. Um, a third way is you're doing something special and unique that they like. So if you had, for example, you, Maldo Rob, if you had a special guest, actually you had to be, you'd probably have to be a partner for this, but you had a special guest, like someone really big um in you know who has a huge social media following so if you think of anyone big from uh fitness for example like a big giant youtuber come yeah. on to this channel they will give that you can negotiate getting a single front page slot for that interview uh well they'll, they'll put you on front page so i had one so mike matthews founder of legion athletics and he's an author um big uh fitness content creator had him come on the show they gave us front page for a two-hour slot so it was
0: nice that's um, awesome.
1: Yeah. But otherwise, in, in my case, it's because I do fitness stuff and it's a very, it's something they like. It's a very unique category because I don't have the numbers qualify otherwise. But they, when they think fitness, they think domination time. And that was actually one of my very early marketing strategies years ago when I first started doing all this, um, I wanted to be first to market in this category and want to, like when, when people think fitness on Twitch, they think domination. That so far has been working out pretty well because Twitch, they know me and they will reach out to me when these things happen. I also know some people on the inside so I can hit them up and say, hey, I got an idea Front page. What do you guys think? And so uh, those connections exist. So that's that's kind of how someone goes about that. For this particular one that I had yesterday is for the show Streamscape. Streamscape is a variety show where they try to showcase four different types of streamers of, of different varieties. So me being a, a unique niche streamer doing, um, uh, fitness cause not a lot of people do fitness. It's kind of a no brainer. Hey, we need someone unique. Tom nation time fitness.
0: So we have some fitness, Tom nation time. All right, let's just grab him. So that's, that's how that one came about. Did you start doing the fitness, uh, streaming fitness, or did you start like in gaming or just chatting? You know, it's funny. One of the things I talk about. So
1: one of my, um, videos, uh, for talking about how to grow on Twitch, if you just look up on my, um, go to my Twitch chat and type in exclamation mark grow, or just go to my YouTube channel and search, uh, you know, Tomination time, how to grow on Twitch. I have a long video where I talk about my history and how I started doing this long story short. I'm 35. My first attempt to do content creation, I was like 16. I did some, some stuff on the internet. <laughs> okay. And so this is actually my seventh or eighth iteration of taking a stab at content creation. Yeah. And uh, all the other ones were more or less failures. I had um, one decently, uh, one decent run with DayZ being the seaweed monster. So if anyone knows the game DayZ, <laughs> look up DayZ seaweed monster. That was okay. me. I basically had a voice changer. I sound like a demon from hell and i scared the crap out of people before i, I killed them it was tons of fun <laughs> so after that though um unfortunately day z they patched it in a way where it was very difficult to get those organic reactions organic yeah. interactions i mean yeah. and so it, it just it just it was just so much time to pump in so much time to get so little content out of it i just stopped doing it and then uh the fitness stuff i started getting my life together for a diet and fitness Mm-hmm. i started sharing my stuff on facebook and helping out other friends and my friends were like hey man you should do youtube like nah youtube is so saturated and plus i don't look good enough you got to really look the part um and then my friends were like oh you should write ribs what write uh articles on a website blog or something like, now nah, that stuff is super saturated and one of my friends said you should do streaming no one's doing that I'm like you're right no one is doing that like, what, so what year was that 2016. okay so in 2016 in um the spring, my friend brought this up to me. I was like, Yeah, you know That's a good idea. So I started looking into it. I read a marketing book, fantastic marketing, very short read. It's called uh twenty two immutable laws of marketing. It might be twenty one, I'm pretty sure it's twenty
0: two. Do we have immutable- twenty two immutable laws in marketing? Twenty two immutable? Yes. Is that the right word I'm saying, Tom? Immutable? Yes. 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 Sorry, we have a whole we have a small library of like marketing and sales books. <laughs> My my wife owns her own business and nice. We have a, a series no. of a small library Bu- going.
1: Yeah, Jack Trout is buy it. one of the authors.
0: Yeah, buy it. We don't have that one. Buy it right
1: now. It's a it's a really good short read, and it, it after I read that book because I was already kind of planning this stuff out. Combination time, do fitness streaming, that kind of stuff. Do it on Twitch. I uh, just try it. You know, see what happens. Yeah. As I was kind of planning that stuff, I read this book, my heart was on fire, man. My heart was racing. <laughs> I was so excited because okay. it, one of the things they talk about is being first to market, framing things as being the first, right? The yeah. first partnered fitness streamer on Twitch. That is that is true because I have the first uh, streamer to just get partnered off of doing fitness pretty much only. That was it. Yeah. And um, solidifying my brand as fitness, diet, fitness, Twitch, that brand was solidified through my early interactions and uh, that first to market, first mover advantage really Mm -hmm. uh, ended up working out. So I started off just doing uh, basically fitness from the start but in the very beginning in 2016, I could not do just fitness because on Twitch at that time you had to do gaming. So what I did was I did um, Overwatch. Overwatch was new at the time in June, 2016. So, I would play Overwatch and then in between rounds, I would go do a set, you know, change the cameras, go do a yeah. set, and then go play around. And then you know, the rounds were actually kind of well timed, like five minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah. So, it was kind of yeah. perfect. So, that's how I started. And then once um, IRL, the IRL category rolled around, so we didn't have to do gaming, uh, then I just shifted over to pretty much pure fitness. And that's when I got partnered. And then uh, Twitch staff kind of discovered me they started working with me because they wanted to push the fitness category.
0: That's wild uh that i'm just trying to think about it seems very like you had a a solid idea and a plan of where you wanted to go and you have just willed it into existence yeah ab- yeah definitely
1: um i'm very happy with what i have in uh, what i've created but at the same time there's lessons learned in terms of all right i was i had bigger ambitious goals but they didn't end up panning out um but basically all the other failures before this one before domination time the twitch streaming stuff uh all of that were lessons learned that all kind of built upon one another to lead to this so i guess the life lesson there is when you see someone who's successful at something a lot of times there's a long history of failures and mistakes yeah. along the way to get them to where they are today so that that's definitely um my story but it's not exactly, it's not like I'm, I'm a some huge, big streamer or anything like that. I'm just, um, I'm basically a streamer who's, I'm making this like a, as a side gig, a side business because kids stay in school, content creation does not pay very well. So no. for every one very well off streamer, there are thousands mm-hmm. of other streamers who can barely pay their bills, if anything. So um It's good. It's definitely good. I like this community, but I don't see it growing for me anymore beyond what I have, unless I drastically change something or invest
0: way more time. I mean, you have a, a quality product. You're, you've got like a really, uh, niched spot. You have found yourself like a very good position that you are the subject matter expert and the fitness guy on Twitch why do you feel like you're limited there
1: great question uh two things one on twitch i think the platform is a bit uh small when it comes to this audience that's that's an issue uh two i so we talk about how to grow on twitch i think it comes down to three factors so so one number one is entertainment value if you're putting a content uh putting out content putting out a product it's got to add value to people's lives. And um, sorry, I said entertainment value, add value, value to people's lives. One way is entertainment value. One way is educational value. But either way, we're in the attention economy now. People ha- are um, not so much limited on money, but limited on time. Because there's a lot of, of free content out there and we can consume so much free content if you have an internet connection. So the question is, why should people cash in their valuable time for your content. Well, it better provide value. So the three ways people can do that on, in my opinion, on Twitch, my how to grow on Twitch video goes over this is one, you got to be top tier. You have to be top tier in your category, like absolute top tier, not second, because why would someone on the internet watch second place when they can watch first place? They're both available. I can always watch first, so why would I watch second tier? So that top tier skill, you're the best Dota player in the world. You're the best StarCraft player in the world. You're the best strongest power lift in the world that kind of stuff you don't have to interact with chat you are a circus freak that people can just watch <laughs> yeah. and just enjoy the show yeah because it is it is a you're like you're a Spartan you're a gladiator you're put on a show and people recognize second way is x-factor you got to have such a charming charismatic personality that people pay attention and I think in high school and middle school we all know the people who are like that who they were just so there's something about their aura, their charisma, their, their, their charm, that people are drawn to these people. That's the kind of X factor you need. You can't fake that. You can improve it a little bit. You can improve some aspects of charisma, but the people who are really charismatic, they just have it. And that's how they can uh, attract an audience. And the third one is novelty. If you don't have X factor or um, top tier skill in something, then novelty can work for you where you're doing something so new, so novel, no one's thought of it yet. And I'm not talking about iteration on something, I'm talking about like brand new market. So back in the day, imagine the first person who ever did uh, cosplay streaming for, yeah. for while gaming. The first yeah. person who did a persona. I'm going to play a game, a pirate game, and I'm going to really spice it up by dressing up as a pirate and putting on a pirate persona the entire time. <laughs> that, okay. that That yeah. was very novel at the time. But yeah. these days they're a dime a dozen you go look at sea of thieves or some pirate game you'll see like every every 10 people is a pirate cosplayer big deal like you can't just cosplay now and uh cosplay as a hippopotamus i'm gonna just <laughs> no, you're just like everybody else yeah but um fitness is an example of doing something very novel well i'm gonna do a fitness stream no you're just like everyone else you're like all the other gamers who are doing push-ups between sets no, i'm gonna work out on stream No, they're doing like push-ups and sit-ups on stream like you're the same person now I'm gonna do a diet and fitness talk show and lift weights in between and make it about motivation. Okay, no one's doing that at the time anyway. No one was doing that. I was the first to market for that because mm-hmm. no one because at the time you couldn't do that. Um, but I made it work through skirting the rules a little bit and from the ground up making that my own category, something very novel at the time. So that is um if you have one of those three or a combination of the three, that's how you're going to grow for content creation. So in my case, I don't have top tier skill for lifting. I'm not top tier skill for looks. I think I look pretty good. I, I feel pretty comf- com- comfortable and confident when I, <laughs> when I, when I, go to the swimming pool or whatever, if I put up, yeah. you know, go to the beach, yeah. I feel fine. I feel confident, but in terms of Instagrammers and YouTubers, dude, they're the, this, this, the bar is set super high. Yeah. So I can't compete with that unless I go on steroids. And drugs, uh, I'm just not going to reach those levels. The second thing is X Factor. I think I'm decently charming, but I'm not as charming as some of those fuckers out there because damn, <laughs> they could charm my pants off any day. Yeah. So I, I just don't have that level of X Factor. The third thing is novelty. Yes, I got some novelty with what I was doing, but only takes you so far. And mm. I, I it personally enjoy the extra, uh, extra scenes, the production value stuff. I enjoy that very much. I like doing that. But that's not particularly novel. It helps improve things a bit. So it comes down to, I don't, I can't really sustain the growth on that. And plus the value that I add to people's lives is some entertainment, also the educational stuff. But unfortunately with the educational stuff, it's a lot of it is the same because diet and fitness is actually pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. 80% of your results is going to come from just basically energy balance and progressive overload for lifting. You got those two down. That's like 80% of your results, man. And then the rest of the stuff is a lot of nuanced detail stuff that honestly, there's only so much you can talk about in diet and fitness. So uh, I've noticed other fitness streamers kind of run into this problem where if it's too much focused on the diet and fitness Q and A, the questions get super dry and it's just the same stuff over and over. So how do you keep your audience coming back? That's really tough. And my stream focuses a lot around that. So over the years, I've tried to shift it a little bit more towards production value and memes and humor as you can see like with the rain scene the sad rain scene oh tom yeah. Saddy zooming in that shit i think it's I, I think that's funny other people like it too <laughs> uh, so i do that to keep up the yeah. entertainment value but i think there's only so much i can do because people will on twitch they'll get kind of bored because it's kind of the same questions over and over personality my personality
0: is only going to carry me so far so they'll just kind of
1: move on to other content
0: hmm i've uh i've never really thought about it that way so you're you're really changing my perspective the way i see it
1: um every streamer is pretty much where they're supposed to be at ccu wise uh assuming they haven't changed anything drastically in the last month so uh, if you've been basically doing the same product for the past month you're you are where you belong for your ccus and you're not Mm. it's not going to change that is my very blunt opinion because Again, in my long video about how to grow, I list all of the windfalls I have gotten. Because I've gotten many windfalls, many wonderful opportunities. Front page. I've had over 16 front pages, probably 14 front Whoa. pages at this point. Every front page I get, I get somewhere to the order of like 500 to a 1,000 followers. Plus, I hit the CCUs in like around 10,000 CCU. Wow. Right? That is an opportunity so many streamers would kill for it. I'm absolutely grateful for it. But... After every front page series, the numbers are always high, but it slowly dwindles back down to my current CCUs of about 50 to 100 yeah. every single time. Why? Because it's my product. My product, I am where I'm at, where I should be at for my CCUs. Um, I've had big shout outs on Twitch, right? Twitch did a shout out for me on Twitter. They actually posted a link and all that stuff. I got like six follows from that. They, had like, they have a million followers on Twitter. Yeah. I got six follows from that. Jujimufu, if you know who he is, he is a huge Instagram uh, guy, very cool, crazy acrobatics, powerlifter. He does all kinds of wacky stunts. He has over a million followers. I had him in my garage, on my stream. We did some crazy stuff. He squatted me and his uh, cameraman. (laughs) It was insane. I got like five follows from it, 20 follows maybe, somewhere around there. So not a lot. Like That growth is going to come from you and your product. You got to put out a good product. Otherwise- any one of these little boosters that you get, any one of these windfalls from a collaboration or a shout out, it's not going to do much. If your product is not good, then you're basically going to be, I mean, pretty much everyone, I think, you're at where you're supposed to be at in terms so, of content
0: creation. So with that statement, uh, everybody's supposed to be exactly where they're supposed to be. Would you be content or like, or would you be happy just doing what you're doing and just rocking out just the way you are? Oh, yeah
1: i've i've already um so i have so regarding goals i mentioned earlier about ambition i set some ambitious goals when i first started this and i've since reeled those back in because i basically gave myself a year or two or i'm gonna try a new strategy i'm not seeing much of a change in growth let's pivot try a new strategy for a couple of months not working pivot and just keep trying i've pretty much exhausted every single strategy i've ever wanted to try and I have not seen massive growth from it. So in my opinion, my product, my content is where it's supposed to be at. And so I, um, I'm perfectly content. I've since switched to maintenance mode to where uh, I almost do no content creation or extra time invested into the stream outside of stream time. Of course, there's always, you know, sometime here and there. Like, I had no idea, idea for scenes. I do some scenes. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But in general i am in maintenance mode now where i just do my morning workout streams i'm streaming i want to say about eight hours per week in the morning for the workout streams diet and fitness q a and then on the weekend nights like another four hours so per week 12-ish hours for streaming and i'm very content with that i'm content i feel it's very fulfilling help i still help people that's very satisfying very fulfilling uh i'm getting my workout in I get to have fun with scenes, and that artistic side of me gets gets a uh, you know gets that itch scratched. I um, get practice public speaking because I think public speaking is a very important skill, and I enjoy doing that in front of an audience. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of these things are being done, and I'm very happy with it. Absolutely, very satisfied with it. Well, and of out. course, it it brings in a little bit of money too, right? Like it's it, it's a side business, yeah. side gig. So I'm being, I'm I'm putting out a product, I'm being rewarded for it and I'm rewarding other people with enriching
0: their lives. It's I'm very happy with where it's at. Uh so look, I want to be respectful of your time. Like I said, uh I super appreciate you spending some time with me. You did not have to do this. Uh I have one question that I is the only question that I, you know, premeditated and that I ask everybody. Uh if you could go back in time to when you first started, what would you tell yourself? Wow.
1: That's a good question. Um, When I first started streaming, right? Yes. I would say don't be afraid to throw in a little bit more money for nicer production value. (laughs) Like, I kind (laughs) of wish I upped production value a little bit sooner. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, I, I knew pretty... I knew pretty early in, I was going to stick with it. And so knowing that just the visuals and the audio wasn't where I wanted to be at. And I just stuck with it for months to kind of, you know, raise money for things. In reality, yeah. it's like a chicken or the egg thing. And I, <laughs> if I were to go back and do it again, I would have um probably right away jumped in on a nice microphone with nice audio and prioritize that. And then probably buy a little bit of extra webcams and, and a stream deck or two. So that is probably what I would have done in the beginning is just jump into that, uh, faster. Once I knew like, yes, I like this. I'm, I could see myself doing this for many, many months at least. So gonna throw in a few hundred dollars or more to it. I think a few hundred dollars in the big picture, uh, unless you're like, you're, you're drowning in credit card debt, a few hundred dollars. For a very long, potential long term investment, I think that's worth
0: it. Yeah. Uh, that's great. All right. I'm going to hit that stop button. All right. Thank you, each and everybody who stuck around and made it to the end of the show. I truly appreciate each and every one of you guys. Uh, make sure you check out the show notes for Tom's information. It's pretty much Tomination Time everywhere. Tomination.com, twitch.tv backslash Tomination Time. Uh, you guys are phenomenal. I'm Maldo underscore Rob. If you guys want to hear more from me, you can find me on twitch.tv, Maldo underscore Rob, every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find me every other Wednesday on our official partner page, twitch.tv backslash Army National Guard. Until next time, guys, I'm Maldo Rob, and it's been a pleasure to serve. I hope you enjoyed yourself.